Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go! Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast. <laughs> Wait, was that real? Was that live? Welcome, welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast, brought to you by the Hot Breath Comedy Network. I'm your host, June Colson, here with my amazing friend, Michelle with 1L Van Dusen, the birthday girl. Look, I was just, I was trying to, I was trying to answer Rhonda Corey. She was calling me and I was going to just have her listen as we were recording the podcast. And then I, I was like, I can't hear her. I can't. I, anyway, I'm having a blonde moment. I'm having a blonde. Also, also like that just caught me off guard. I feel like it's been forever since we were recording a podcast. I forgot what I was doing, Michelle. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Woo. Michelle, how old are you? Uh, well, as you can see from the sign, it says 50 plus. Well, okay, so it's a podcast, not unless they watch it on um, oh, YouTube, then they can't so see it. So her banner plus. says fifty plus, and I just mm-hmm. said she's fifty. She's fifty years yeah. old. Do you remember that character on Saturday Night Live that would do the uh, the fifty? I'm fifty. I can kick and stretch and kick. Oh my gosh! It's um, no, clearly she was also Mary 50. Catherine Gallagher. I can't think of whoever's really? listening to. Whoever's listening to the yes, whoever's listening to the podcast yeah, right Molly now is, is yelling Molly Shannon. Thank you, Michelle. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about what a good friend I am? What a wonderful friend I am. Because <laughs> Michelle, this is why Rhonda's calling me. I had texted her this morning and I was like, Michelle's got a birthday coming up, right? And I checked on Facebook. And you don't have your birthday listed on there. So, so honestly, I kind of blame you for the fact that I didn't know it was your birthday today. But it is. Um, well, yours is in June. So. Yeah, see, that's unfair. <laughs> that's unfair because people are like, I always remember your birthday. Well, I mean, if if there was a month of Michelle, I would remember that you were born but in Michelle. But... I didn't realize that your birthday was in June. I mean, you can't. Yeah, that's that true. I no, Michelle totally... really. Actually, yeah. yeah, you just got me off the hook because I had you no you idea. didn't know my birthday was in June, <laughs> and you've had to ask me a few times when my birthday is. So, just for the record, anybody who wants to get ahead of the game, uh, my birthday is June seventh, and um, I'll be forty plus. So, there's that. Ooh, yeah, yeah, fancy. Actually, I, missed I did put a doing post our podcast. Have you? Yeah. Wait, what? I said I missed doing our podcast. Have you? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Um, cause I like closing the door and then the rest of the household knows they can't come in. They yes. can't knock. Yes. They can't disturb me. Except the neighbor kids, they don't understand that when my door is closed because what they do is they just keep ringing the bell and knocking and the doorbell's right by my office door. So mm-hmm. we might hear well, that. For our listeners, they they don't notice that we haven't recorded because, you know, we, we record in advance and we have a, kind of a stockpile to put out there or whatever. But um, but this is the longest kind of break in between recording that we've yeah. had to the point where I was like, I was just completely <laughs> like off in June bug land and not paying attention to what was happening as we got started. <laughs> but we have uh, we've had a good time doing the podcast. We Michelle, mm-hmm. not long ago. Uh, um, 
pulled up uh, kind of the statistics and stuff and we saw that we have some international listeners and uh, yes, and that's that's pretty exciting and and you know I, I'm just whoever's listening it it just blesses my heart that that somebody cares enough to to spend that time with us and yeah. um, and one people who are in Canada. Yeah, that one person in Canada who's been so listening. Makes us an international and, show right there. Boom. And I want to say yeah. hey to Dave Ebert. What about you? Wouldn't you want to say hey, Dave Ebert? Tell him. Say hi, Dave. Hi, you, Dave. Michelle. Say hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. Because don't why, you think Dave is one of the most supportive people? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Dave is amazing. And I think he single-handedly is uh, taking um, credit for how much our podcast has now been listened to in yes, America. Yes. Um, well, that's like why I'm Europe. saying, hey, Dave, yeah. keep him keep <laughs> hey, him working Dave. for us for free. Why not? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And we also have we also have some listeners in India, India, and also um, what's that? Bangladesh. You always forget Thank Bangladesh. You. Yeah. And forget it. I just can't say it. Thank well, I know that Michelle, I know that you are more than willing to accept late birthday gifts. So, oh, yeah. um, so any of our listeners who are like, oh man, Junebug, I missed her birthday too. Don't worry about it. There's time. She'll accept yeah. gifts all year long, really, right? <laughs> that is correct. I mean, you know, I haven't been working, so I'll, I'll take anything on Venmo, Cash App, no. <laughs> So do you have any birthday traditions? Do you have anything that like you've, you've always done for your birthday? Okay. Here's the question. Are you okay. a birthday girl? Are you a birthday weekend girl? Or are you that chick who hops on Facebook and tells everybody it's September, my birthday month. And they try to claim like all 30 or 31 days or 28 or yeah. 29 if it's a leap year. Yeah. No. Um, it doesn't matter to me if it's a leap year because I'm in September. Mm. Um, no, I can't claim anything. Um, I, the only tradition that I have really is because it started for my parents. And so in your birthday card, they will give you a dollar for how old you are. Oh, and nice. Kind of, kind of. And so like once you hit 50, then they start subtracting a dollar. No. So, yeah. So it's kind of like a countdown no. to your death is kind of what happens. No. Uh, with them. So it's like. <laughs> Uh, that's not right at all. Yeah, so that's about the tradition. That. Opening the, the thing like, do they know how old I am? You know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> my birthday tradition when I was little, thanks for asking, Michelle, was um <laughs> my cousin Angel. Yeah, my cousin yeah. Angel. She's a day after my birthday, but a year before me, so 364 days apart. And so for one wow. day, we would be the same age and I would always be like all excited because if she turned, if she was 10, when I turned 10 for one day, we were both 10 years old. So mm -hmm. exciting. But neither one of us really liked birthday cake very much, but we love mm -hmm. dill pickles. So every year for our birthday, what? my grandfather would buy us a gallon jar. I'm doing this in <laughs> case anybody needs to know how big a gallon is. A huge jar of dill pickles, and then my grandmother would make homemade ice cream. So we would have pickles and ice Wait, cream. What? Part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking like pickled ice cream. Oh no, no. But you know what? People do no. They did like uh, the slushies. I know for sure they have dill pickle. That's like the most popular um, snowball slushy or whatever down the street from my house. There's like a. There's, no. it's, it's like a little shack or whatever, and it's purple mm. and it's real cute. And everybody goes and, and buys the little shaved ice and they have like 150 flavors or something. But the most popular 
is the dill pickle ice and it comes mm. with a pickle in it. They put, oh my gosh, listen. No. Okay. So, no, no. so I'm one of those people. Don't be afraid. I'm one of those people who had COVID and <laughs> I lost my, not right now. You're okay. So wait, so that's why people like start eating dill pickled ice cream because they have no taste anymore. Is no, no, no. I'm going, I'm telling, I'm telling you how that connects to me having COVID. So okay. I lost my sense of smell, but not my taste, but you know, most mm -hmm. of your sense of smell adds to your sense of taste. So things don't taste yeah. right if you can't smell it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I still had a sense of taste, but everything just tastes weird or awful. And I couldn't smell yeah. anything until about day eight. And my husband brought me a hamburger <laughs> as if that's what I wanted to eat. Like I just couldn't eat anything. But on the side, there were some dill pickles. And I remember picking up a pickle. And that was the very first thing that my smell came back to was dill pickle. Oh, good. And I'm telling you, that's what I survived on for probably another week when I, I couldn't eat really anything. I was just so sick. But I would I would eat dill pickles. Mm. I could smell them. I would sit and I would just smell the dill pickle. And then I would bite the little edges off of them because they were the <laughs> slices. And then I would eat just and, and lit, for like three meals a day. I probably had 25 pickles a day. <laughs> and wow. that's all that I ate. But I didn't lose, Michelle, I didn't lose any weight. How <laughs> of these people get done with COVID and they're like, I lost 25 pounds. I was, I didn't eat. My husband asked me, he said, did you lose any weight? <laughs> Which is not a smart <laughs> question. For a man well, to ever did, ask his did wife. Did come after, you know, did he try lifting you up first and like, no, 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 he looked me up and down, which was worse. Have you lost any weight? No, he, no, he really, we heard somebody talk about losing weight. And then he looked at me and he goes, did you lose weight? Like when you were sick, did you lose any weight? And I was like, I gained eight pounds. And he goes, you didn't eat for two weeks. And I'm like, I know that's my metabolism. I didn't eat for two weeks and I gained eight pounds. How does that happen? Well, you do like, know that if you're not eating, especially not if you're not eating enough protein, that your body goes into the starvation mode. And so it starts storing. Yeah. Everything. Well, and so my for body's two weeks, your, your body's like, oh, no, she's not eating. We've got to pack it on. So my body's in store, starvation mode even when I am eating because it's it's packing on. I don't know what it's saving for. I don't know what well, I'm preparing always, for. But I always say, I'm, you know, I'm not fat. I'm just a hoarder of food. Yes. Yes. Listen, my mom, she was in a car wreck. Um, and my mom is uh, what she refers to as a big boned lady. I love that. We're all big boned in our family. No, we're big butts. We have big butts and we cannot lie. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about it. We have big butts. And so she she was in a car wreck and she's like, sissy, I remember my doctor telling me if you'd have been a skinny woman, that wreck would have killed you. <laughs> now this was before airbags. So apparently the, the Vaughn women, we had our own airbags. And I'm like, really? You know, so I'm just, I'm like eating my pickles and ice cream going, well, we're going to live forever, mom. Because <laughs> apparently big boned women can't be killed in car wrecks. We just, I don't know. We, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, wait, you know what? I just remembered. I do have one tradition for my birthday. I totally forgot about this. For the last 21 years, uh, I, around my birthday week, you know, around that time frame, that's always the last week of the month. Um, Rama Bible Church has a woman's event called Kindle the Flame. And so I've been mm. going to that every year. So so that's what yeah. you just went to with your mother-in-law that you were sending me. Yes, last week. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That is and so was, cool. 
really, really good. I mean, every year it's fantastic. It's better every year. So, um, and I, I think I've only missed two since I started. And mm. the very first year that they started was um, three weeks after 9-11 is when they started. And the big question was, are you going to cancel? And, and Lynette Hagen's like, no, that's, and in fact, that was, they had more people from New York there that year than they've had um, the last 21 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Which you would think that they wouldn't want to travel then. But yeah. they did, man. They, they said, let's go. And... Let's go. Yep. Well, that's cool. That's a good birthday tradition to have. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, so I hate to I hate to switch the subject, especially to such a negative thing. But what better thing to talk about on your birthday than death, Michelle? Well, I mean, that's my birthday card for my parents. It's a countdown to death. So yes. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about this today just because it's it's kind of what we've been going through. You know, I was just joking about my sense of smell and pickles and stuff, but I, you know, I did get sick with COVID and, mm -hmm. um, and I was, uh, you know, uh, there were a lot of comedians over the summer that got very sick with COVID mm -hmm. and actually in, in the Christian comedy community and the clean comedy community, just the um, comedy community. within a few, yeah. And the comedy community itself, but then just a few weeks, yeah. um, a short period of time, there were three comedians that you and I, um, have known, uh, friends mm -hmm. with, um, one particular comedian that uh, I've been friends with for the last several years and ha have been in a writing group, uh, with this comedian and, um, two of them actually passed on the same day, which ironically mm -hmm. speaking of birthdays, that day was my mother's birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, and the one that was my closer friend had passed, you know, passed on that day. And so, you know, after being sick, and then while I was sick, getting message after message of this person's sick and that person's sick and and then me coming out of it on the other side and being better and, and ready to, you know, kind of get back into life. Um, it was it was a hang up. You know, I had a little bit of a hang up about it because there was so much death over the summer mm -hmm. in, in my personal, you know, comedy group. And, and then even on top of that, right now we have a friend that's not has nothing to do with covid but um, is is fighting for his life. And this is someone who's been a mentor of mine and and a friend of mine almost since the first time I ever went on stage, you know, mm. and uh, and sometimes <laughs> things aren't funny, you know, mm. things just don't feel funny. And when I came out on the other side of my sickness, I, I had a hard time going okay, I'm going to write comedy again. I'm going to start writing comedy and, and, uh, you know, trying to get back on stage. And, and I think that as comedians, people have an illusion that life is always funny, that um, comedians don't deal with depression, that comedians are happy people all the time and, and they're just spreading their happy on stage. And, yeah. and it's not true. It's not true. You know, at like any other profession in the world, there are real life things happening. There are really sad things happening. And just recently, you know, and even earlier on in our podcast, we talked about a friend of ours, PJ Keen, PJ. Mm -hmm. who um, helped on the artwork for our podcast, was one of our first fans, you know, and, and, um, such a fan. Man, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard when yeah. things get 
get heavy and get sad. And I know that you've been through the loss of your mom, you know, within the last few years. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, and but you know, she's always with me. See. <laughs> okay, so for those who are or listening to the podcast and not watching, Michelle, hold hold her up again. Lift up your mother. This is her mother in a little bag, and she takes her. What's it say inside there? Like, do not consume. No, no, what it is, isn't. Is that one of those okay. freshness packets that's inside your mother's no, ashes? No, no, no. Like, no. like in my beef jerky in my cabinet, Michelle. What have you got? Oh, You've oh got to explain. No, that is bad. I wonder if I should put a little with those packets. No, um, what they have on there is, uh, so if you get a family member that's cremated and the crematoria or crematorian, whatever, the guy that, that does yes. it all asks you, um, you know, do, does anybody want like a packet, you know, like some, some ashes to take. And so we sep we, <laughs> We separated my mom. We handed her out to all the grandkids. Uh, we, what we heart do you think you got? I got the heart. You think so? I got the heart. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but on here, it, it gives you the, um, it's a little dusty right now. It, it gives you the. the. You just sprinkled um, your mother on your desk. Now there's a piece of your mom on your desk. Michelle. I did. Oh, oh it, so it dust has, mites. It has name. Michelle, it there's has dust mites in there. <laughs> I what guess I can't explain. No, listen. So it, it gives her name, her birth, her death, okay. Um, okay. and then where it was uh, that she was cremated, and the disc number and a phone number. I don't know what the disc number is. I don't know what that means at all. Maybe it's just their record keeping. Um, so yeah, I I took her around the country with me. This so summer. it has her name and a phone number, which could be confusing. <laughs> <It's lost>. Yeah, let's <laughs> call this number. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, I'm so sorry. It's your birthday, and I'm making jokes about dust yeah. mites coming after and, your mother. And, oh. and I put her in the at a mom mug. She's in a mom <laughs> mug. Okay, so okay, so everyone, back to the <laughs> okay. back to okay. the okay. conversation. So, everyone deals with death differently. And comedians yes. have death in their lives, and we deal with it in our own weird and and humorous way. Someone else would probably be completely offended that I made a joke about dust mites, but yeah. another comedian thinks that's hilarious. Also, write that down. That could be a super <laughs> funny. That oh could be gosh. a bit. Okay. All right, wait before I, before I get to this question, I got to tell you this story because this is there a question? <laughs> I have a question for you. I do. Okay, okay. So um, when um, so my mom is is a sibling right of like five uh family members i guess and so she they all died chronologically you don't and have so them she, in bags do you no no okay good I, okay I that's um, a lot to keep up with okay keep going so i'm sorry i just started never mind i'll tell you off screen or off off air um so her one sister was very, very sick and she lived in Arizona. And so my mom went down and visited her and things like that. So when she flew back home, um, like three days later, whatever, her sister died. And so the rest of the siblings were all going down there, the, the ones that were alive. And she, my mom's like, I'm not going. I just saw her. So she didn't go. But this is what happened. They gather Aunt Marion and... Um, so it's my aunt Kitty, uh, my cousin Kate, 
Aunt Marianne and, and I think there was a couple of grandkids or something there too. And they go to some particular mountain somewhere that, you know, Aunt Marianne loved, either Arizona or New Mexico, wherever it was. Yes. And they're singing her favorite songs and things like that. And then they're going to like just release her kind of a thing, you know, which uh, I'm just going to put this as a disclaimer. I'm not advocating that you just throw ashes anywhere because um, you actually do need to have like permits and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I wonder okay, if so anybody legally, really does that. Uh, no, but legally you have to, especially yeah. if you're going to take gotcha. an urn, if you, especially if you take an urn full of ashes, you have to have paperwork and, um, a ticket and all that sort of stuff to even transport that body on an airplane. Just like you have to have a plane ticket for your, your yeah, it's urn? all sorts of, I believe so, but you have to have there's <laughs> special permission, special permission you have to have to, to bring, to transport a body. So okay, you're so, smuggling a body in no, when you no, fly with I your just, mother. I just have a part of a body. I don't have a whole body. So we're fine. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. And, and I'm not flying anywhere. So so they go to release the ashes. And the same moment, because they're on this mountain and they did all these songs and her favorite poems or whatever. And they go to release it and the wind changes. And they all got choked up. Because <laughs> the wind, they're singing it. <laughs> they inhaled their mother? Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. My mom's like, see, I knew she was out to get me. I'm so glad I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> How do you pro like oh. the nightmares that would follow that of the like, this is something right? sci-fi. <gasps> I think I've just figured out my first sci-fi script. <laughs> it's the funniest thing. And, um, but the like, mother that's inside like of me. <laughs> Yeah, right. And <laughs> so, it's so freaky. That's that's just yeah, freaky. That's freaky, freaky Friday. They've already done that. Um, okay, can, okay. So, so so can I tell you something that that reminds me of? Yeah, I had a I had a friend. It's a fast story. I had a friend whose aunt was a witch, and like a witch, like a real witch with a cauldron and a witchy witchy witch. You know, not like bee witch with a twinkle nose. Like that's too cute. No, hers was a scary aunt witch, and um, her aunt got divorced from her, her uncle, right? And he moved out and all that stuff. And she got her a new boyfriend and the boyfriend was living in the house. And she, um, they, they were going through the divorce proceedings and she got angry and she decided she was going to cast a spell on her ex-husband and make him crazy. But then she said the wind changed directions and it blew back on her boyfriend and it made him crazy. <laughs> I feel like there's only one real crazy in this scenario. I don't know. The boyfriend the probably cast in the spells. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, okay. So did you have a question? I Michelle? did. I, I, have, okay. I have a very important question because you were, we, you were talking about, you know, as comedians, how can we take tragedy and make it into something that we can make light of and, and, you know, and, and have fun with and, and change from that direction, you know, from complete sadness. And especially since all of us, you know, you and I, we had so much tragedy happen, you know, and it wasn't just like something that happened as a childhood and then as an adult and that, right. no, this was like, you know, Boom. first PJ and then a few weeks later, you know, two more and then another one. And then a few days after that, I had one here in Tulsa. So it was like, it just kept, you know, piling on death, just kept piling on. So because you went through the same sickness that our friends died from, do you, did you end up having, or do you have like survivor's remorse? 
Um, and how did you get through that? Because if, if you're going to be going back on stage and you have to, you know, step into the, the into the, the spotlight again, right? To to bring uh, laughter and joy and and comedy to audiences, have you gotten through that? Um, I have. I think that if this was someone who, um, you know, two of the comedians were friends of mine. One I was closer to than the others. Um, I think that, you know, like I probably would have struggled more if I thought I had COVID and I gave it to them. And you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. But it was just a scenario where um, they got sick. I got sick. Um, We were all sick around the same time. And um, I, you know, I just struggled with the like the sadness of all these people who were losing husbands and fathers and friends and those kind of things. And it just weighed really heavy on me. Like for a little mm-hmm. bit, it was like, I don't, I can't really even think about funny stuff right now, but I'm also weird about death too. Like I typically don't cry at a funeral. Like mm-hmm. I'm not that. Uh, and, and I've talked about it before for a long, for a long time, I was somebody who didn't cry at all because it was a defense mechanism. It was, you right. know, growing up and, um, and rough neighborhoods, you know, you had to be tough getting picked on a lot when I was little. Um, you know, if you cried, it just made you a bigger target. So you learned to like choke that down. And then I had a mom who was, um, her mom was bipolar and abusive and really aggressive. And so if we cried at home, that made us more of a target for our mom. So I really like, it took me a long time to even be a person that, that cried about stuff, you know, like, and literally it was the Bible verse. Jesus wept the shortest verse in the Bible. That's like, there's two like that. Well, that verse in itself is two words that I was like, Oh dang. (laughs) Like I, uh, you know, I was trying to be tough for a long time by not crying. And then I realized like, the toughest person in the universe, not only cried, but they wept. Right. But I still am not somebody who um, I'll cry about weird stuff, you know, and I do, I do cry now. I like hearing (laughs) that verse and having the reality of like, okay, if he wept, I could weep too, Mm -hmm. but I still don't like, I process things different. Like my aunt passed away and it was two years later and I went and I started to make a cheese ball and she's the one who taught me to make the cheese ball. And I suddenly just started bawling, making uh-huh. a cheese ball, like the irony there, whatever. But, <laughs> but I don't, you know, don't necessarily have uh, survivor's guilt. Oh, that's good. But I do have this like sense of um, just, I, I, I've always appreciated life. I appreciate every day that, that God gives me, you know, and mm-hmm. I try to have a good time and joy and laughter. And, and even like at the one funeral, <laughs> I was there with four other comedians, right? And myself and another comedian were studying and talking as we were waiting in line to, to you know, um, uh, give our condolences. And like, we were finding things to laugh about in the lobby of the church. We were finding things mm-hmm. to laugh about, about, you know, the scenario. We, we were laughing about death and those kind of things. And the thing was that... Um, that our friend Jason, who had passed away, my other friend said, you know, he would think this is hilarious. And I'm like, he'd be giving us taglines to what we're saying right now, you know, because comedians are different. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we talked about when PJ passed away, there there was a Zoom in the group where everybody just got together and they cried, they wept, and then they mm-hmm. laughed and they and they they joked about things that he would have found funny, you know. It is yeah. a release. It is a, you know, and I'm somebody that's how I deal with things very awkwardly. I'm very I'm I'm making joke like my my youngest son Michelle, he's already planned my funeral. And we talked about how funny it would be if instead of my casket being horizontal, if it was vertical and I was just like in some kind of like kung fu pose or something standing in my casket. Like, well, you have your hands down that. lower so we can still see your face. You know, you don't want to. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta... Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Oh, he was picking the he was picking the playlist, the music we're going to play. My, his older brother, Ty, my oldest son, he uh, he is one of those guys who can't he is afraid of clowns. And mm-hmm. Trey's like, I'm going to hire a clown and just have him standing by your casket with his arms crossed so that Ty can't get close to you, but I can. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but these are the things that we joke about and we laugh about. But but realistically, um, yeah. I and I think that's who I want to be with whenever I'm having a hard time. Mm-hmm. I want to be with the people who are going to let me grieve the way a comedian grieves who are who's going to look around the room and like even though I know my I'm telling you my little brother is so funny he's one of the funniest people on the planet anybody who knows our family if they said guess which person turned out to be a comedian they wouldn't say they me they would say Dewey they would say Dewey a hundred times he is he's the funniest person at a funeral that you'll ever meet like Mm -hmm. I cry at the funeral, but not because of the dead, because he's making me laugh so hard. I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Right. So why is it that when we're at a funeral and why we always feel like we have to stifle our laugh, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand, like, if it's during us during the service part, but then when you're just hanging out and talking with people because it's supposed to be a celebration of life. It's it is. It's supposed to be a celebration it of the is. person that, that passed. And so they're not going to want you standing around all stoic and, and teary-eyed. They want to hear the funny yeah. stories. You know, like, they. it would be something that, like, my mom, one of her things was, I want balloons and I want a big old dinner. And we're like, okay. So... <laughs> That's what we had. And then and then the world shut down from COVID. Like what I'm saying is my mom died and then and then the, the world, world shut down. down. That was it. it that was it. Yeah. She didn't I, say anything about she wanted a coffee mug and and she wanted to to be in a bag of beef jerky and have her carry ashes carried away by dust mites. She didn't mention any of that in her. <laughs> no, not in this. And and so um I do have a whole routine about well, I have a bit, I should say. It's not a whole routine. I do have a, a routine about what we talked about with my parents and me, um, you know, cause my mom was always planning her funeral for the longest time. She's, she's always been planning it. She's like, you know, when I die, um, uh, I want to, I wanted to have a big party. I want to give away party favors and, and I want, um, you know, I want people to be happy. And so my dad, he's like, well, we could get rid of your teapot collection. Like, you know, we could give those away as party favors. And then she's like, Oh, and, and, and my ashes. And so you could just, I'm like, you know, you could put them in like a little bag of my ashes. Ashes in everybody's teapot. Yeah. And then I said, <laughs> wait, hold up. If you do that, you're going to have to put a little tag on there with some yes. instructions. Like this cup of Joe, because her name's Joanne, but she was a tea oh, drinker. Oh, get out. Yeah. This cup of Joe is good with, you know, biscuits and cookies. Don't serve with scones. Those made her gag. Like, you know, just try yes. to. Yes. You know. Yeah. So yeah. That's a so party much. gift for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I have her on tape telling me these things as we're talking about, you know, she wants balloons. I have her on tape on all this and um, <laughs> just audio, just audio. Um, well, she didn't end up in a teacup, but she ended up in a coffee cup that says mom. So close yeah. enough, you know, yeah. close well, I do. I do have her teapots. They're behind the curtain. <laughs> oh, what's behind the curtain, Michelle? Well, I think bottom line is that yeah. um, it is, it's okay to grieve yes. in whatever way that you need to grieve. And as comedians, realistically, it's okay to not feel funny for a while. You know, it, yeah. it's okay to have a moment. And, and I'm, you know, I'm back to writing and finding humor and things and that kind of stuff. And, uh, but I think that we have to allow ourselves time and um, know that even if the world doesn't get it, other comedians do, <laughs> we get yes. that life yeah. is not always funny. Um, but if you are going to go through, you know, a situation, it's a good thing to have a comedian with you. It makes it a little bit, to, <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier to handle. It does. And think. Sometimes, you know, people don't have to say anything. Sometimes they just have to look at you. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's sometimes just the presence of having another person with you because like as a comedian, we just want to talk and talk, talk just to relieve the tension. Yes. Yeah. You know, Cause that's what, that's what humor is for is to relieve the tension in a tense situation. And that's really where, you know, grief and, and, and um, sadness comes in. It's just, it's tense. It's dark. And so we yeah. just want to just relieve it right away. But I also know that comedians are truly some of the most intelligent people that I know. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. if they're a good comic, they can read the room. And they can hold their tongue and just wait till it is yeah. appropriate to break that tension. Yeah. And sometimes it is just like a little. Yes. You know, yeah. it's, it's great it's to have link. that person that you don't yeah. have to say anything where you can just look over and you know, they're thinking what you're thinking. And later on, we can laugh about this yeah. but right now. Let's be quiet. Cause granny's not going <laughs> to appreciate us cutting up at grandpa's funeral. So, Oh my goodness. Well, Michelle, yeah. one more time. Happy birthday to you. I'm excited Thank to uh, be recording this podcast with you today on your birthday. And just a reminder to everyone, you can send her late birthday gifts. She takes belated yes. birthday gifts anytime. She'll take a gift on my birthday. She don't care. All right, That's listen, right. you can follow us on um, Laugh Support uh, at Laugh Support Podcast. You can get, um, you can watch our podcast on, um, on what? On YouTube. If you're listening to this on, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a podcast um, listening platform only. You can also see what's going on. You can see Michelle's mug and her ashes and her 50 plus sign behind her. And, um, oh, and brand new to us, we are now on Roku TV on the Creative Motion Network. So you can go back and watch all of our episodes on the Creative Motion Network. Um, it says yep. new additions category. Yep. Uh, for now, eventually we'll be out of that category because right. we won't be new be additions. In, yeah, it'll still be in the talk and information section is and where talk and you'll find it. section. Yep. Yep. All so right. Well, that's YouTube and then all those places. What is it? Is it Apple? Where else yeah. Get yeah. Apple and Apple. Uh, Spotify and, and all of that stuff. Amazon. If they're listening to us, they found us somewhere. But we just want to let them know they can see us, too, <laughs> if they want to check us out on Roku or if they want to see us on YouTube. All right. Well, Michelle Van Dusen, do you want me to sing happy Remember, birthday to you? Joy is essential. So just do you, do you want me to sing? It. Okay, she's ignoring me. Do. That's going to be a no. no I'm I want to do it. No, never mind. I want to hear it. Not to Ready? It. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. <gasps> you brought...
Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. Happy birthday 